Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and today we are doing a mock draft on Yahoo. We got a full squad here. Um, I'm probably going to be doing some mock drafts over the next few weeks. So if you are following me on Twitter at Watch the Boxes, then um, I'm probably going to post, hey, I'm doing a mock draft in like 10 minutes if you want to join. Uh, so shout out to you if you are a listener who joined this mock draft. I appreciate it. I am going number three in this draft. I feel like I'm still testing out, and this is kind of what I recommend a lot of people do here at the beginning of the season as you prepare for your drafts. Get as many mock drafts in as you possibly can. Um, work is not important. Your family not important. Well, family might be kind of important depending on what's going on with the family, your friends. Uh, actually, your friends and family are probably more important than the mock drafts, but definitely more important than work. Uh, just you know, clear your schedule at work and just do mock drafts all day long because that is going to get you, I think, in the best headspace um, for how to prepare for a live draft where you're going to go and kind of get the, the ebbs and flows of the Yahoo draft. If you're, if you're drafting in Yahoo or if you're drafting in FanDuel um, or FanDuel, fan tracks, if you're drafting a FanDuel, let me know. Um, I got some gift cards for you or something, uh, or maybe you can give me some gift cards or some tips on FanDuel to make some more money. Um, but yes, we are on Yahoo. We're doing a 12 team mock draft. I'm going third. I like the top. Obviously, I like the top of the draft. The bottom of the draft is tricky. The middle of the first round, like late middle of the first round, is not great. Um, I think if you're in the middle of the first round, that's where I want to be. I want to be like five, six, seven, because I think at five, six, seven, you're guaranteed either a a top tier player drops. And I think I got my tiers ready. I think I got my tiers set. Um. Either a top tier player is going to drop or you're going to get an incredibly amazing like player who doesn't have any question marks. Like I don't and personally like I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't think Dame Lillard has question marks. Dame Lillard is going to play. Uh, I might be wrong about that, but in that five, six, seven spot, you're going to be able to get Tatum or Shea Gildress or Tyrese. Um, I think those spots are set right um steph curry or uh potentially i you know if luca drops to you um if dame lillard's still around i know like that's to me that maybe that maybe i'm gonna up that four five six but five six seven someone's gonna drop to you and then you're gonna get a really nice comeback player you're gonna get um your hands on Dante Sabonis or Devin Booker or another really solid, excellent second round player. The top of the draft, you're obviously going to get Jokic, Embiid, Shea Gildress. That's my top three. One, two, three. Um, I, some people got Luca there. I don't have Luca in my top three. I got him in my top five, but I don't have him in my top three for a redraft standard league. On the flip side of that, the bottom the bottom of a 12-team draft is really questionable. Do you? It's, it's risky, right? Do you want to put your money in on Kevin Durant this year? What about Anthony Davis? 
Is Anthony Edwards, uh, whose uh, current ADP on Yahoo is 14? Is Anthony Edwards a first-round player? I don't think so. Is Jaron Jackson a first-round player? If he suddenly starts playing 34 minutes, maybe. But is he going to do that? I, I don't think so. Is Devin Booker a first-round player? Well, I guess if he's going to be point guard, but is he going to be point guard? Is Kyrie Irving a first-round player? Yes, he is if he plays a full season. He's going to be a first-round player. So there's a lot of question marks there. It's either risky guys or guys who are not first-round players that you have to take in the first round. That turn is really, really, really tough this year. But we're going to go ahead and get started here. As always, number one piece of advice, have a cue. Uh, I'm going to drop my top three there. I'm picking third. So Jokic, Embiid, and Shea Gildress. Um, I'm going to put Tay. No, you know what? I'm going to put Tyrese in there um, just in case. But um, I don't know how that would work. I don't know how they're going to pick four people in, ahead of me. So um, the first pick in the draft period is Jokic. I don't think you can get around being Jokic. Jokic went first here. I don't think you can get around picking Jokic. I really don't. Um, I just, I don't know why you would want to not pick Jokic number one overall. I got Embiid as number two. Embiid is still incredible. Uh, Doncic, Luka went number two here. I don't, I don't hate that. I think that top five is, is whatever. Embiid fell to me, so I'm going to draft Embiid. He's number two. Now he's, I got him at number three. I'll talk, we'll talk about Jokic in a future episode. Jokic is not a center. He's a he's like a he's like a LeBron point guard, right? He's doing all of the things. So you don't need to treat him as a center. Joel Embiid on the other hand is definitely 100% a center. Um I don't know the knock on Joel Embiid right now. Like I don't know why people are are, are kind of worried about him. 24 last season, 24, 12, and um, oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong team. What am I doing here? Sorry, 33. I was going to say, I, I thought he scored more than that. 33, 10 uh, with over one and a half blocks, a steal, four assists, and a three-pointer. That's a monster player. My points are fantastic right now. My field goal is fantastic. Um, yeah, like... This is why here at Watch the Boxes, we do not say come into a draft with a punt strategy. I thought I was going to get Shea Gilders Alexander. Now, you could build a strategy around Shea Gilders Alexander, but here I am now with Embiid at number three. So now I'm pivoting to the best player available. I'm going to take the best player available at two in the second round at 22. And I'm going to take the best, probably the best player available at 27, depending on what's going on. Um, so that's how I like to build teams. Uh, I think every draft is so different and so versatile. You have to be prepared enough to pivot when it makes sense and only start ignoring categories, never punting categories, but ignoring categories. Once you get into maybe the late third, fourth round out of the tiers, my one, two, three tiers of um, that go down to probably, you know, pick 45 ish into the plateau region. And if you've listened to the show before or not listened to the show before the plateau region, all those guys from 45 to 75, they're all pretty close in overall. Some people call them Z scores overall value, right? So that's where I think you can get a little bit more aggressive in picking and choosing your players, reaching for players. But here at the top, I don't, I don't subscribe to reaching. 
Let me read out here. Oh, it's almost my turn, actually. I'll read out after I do my next two picks. I'm going to read out the first uh, two rounds, two rounds for you. Right now, I got Embiid. He's a monster. Double up on centers. No, Jaron Jackson just went. I'm not going to double up on centers. Never mind. Um, I'm a huge proponent of Fred Van Fleet. I think Fred Van Fleet's really, really, really good. Um, I think he's also, if you ignore field goal, he's like, you know, a top 15 player. And right now my field goal is great because I got Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's shooting 20 uh, field goals, 20 shots a game, at a clip about 55%. So I got my center. Fred Van Fleet's on Houston. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. probably ain't going to be playing in Houston. So not that that mattered. I think Fred Van Fleet was going to be good either way. He's going to start. He was going to play a lot of minutes anyway. I think actually Fred Van Fleet's the same. Um, other players are going to benefit from uh, Kevin Porter Jr. not being there. Um, some younger players, right? But Fred Van Fleet to me is absolutely a second round player. Um, I'm here at the end of the second round and he is sitting there. I have to take them. Um, I love Fred Van Fleet. And so I got my center. I got my point guard. Now the question becomes, what direction do you want to take this? Who's the best player available on the board? James Harden is still out there. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. These are risky players, but they could be the kind of like the difference between a, a boring season and a great season. Um, I think it's too early to take Vucevic. I think it's too early to go down into these like, third round players like drew holiday and Jalen Brown, Darius Garland. I think I'm gonna, it might be a stupid idea to take James Harden and Joel Embiid, but I'm going to take James Harden. People are scared to draft James Harden. Um, and I guess that rightfully so he's basically said a lot of shitty things about, uh, the ownership in Philly. He's said a lot of, um, questionable things about whether he's going to play in philly uh, we don't know if philly's going to trade him we don't know if philly's going if he's going to want if he's going to like just half-ass it the whole time but here's the thing i'm at pick what i'm at pick 27 who would you rather have james harden or Dejounte murray james harden or miles turner james harden or larry marketed right James Harden or Jimmy Butler? That, that might be a good one. I'm going to put Jimmy Butler in my queue real quick. Jimmy Butler's also not getting enough uh, respect right now. ADP 27. Um, he actually just went off the board at 33. So that's a nice that's a nice pick. Jimmy Butler might have been a good pick instead of James Harden. But I think both of those guys should be going um, probably in the end of the second round. Definitely at the top of the third round. So let me let me list the first round players. Jokic, Doncic, Embiid. Okay. Tatum, Halliburton, Curry. Okay. Tatum is never going to be um, a like top three talent, but if he is healthy and plays the most games, he's going to be a top three totals guy. And totals is pretty important. Like you want a guy who's going to play games, right? Um, Halliburton. Fantastic. Absolutely kind of like a, 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 a new version of Chris Paul 2.0 type of guy steals assists. Uh, I think he's could He's really young. He's going to continue to improve. Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Shea Gilders at seven, I think is a steal. I got him at three uh, in my rankings at three. Shea Gilders is going to have himself a year. OK City is going to be good. 
they're going to be very they're actually going to be very good in my opinion so getting him and that's why i kind of was indicating that i want to be in that 567 range look at the play the players who went in 567 tyrese curry and shea gildress that's pretty great all right it's almost my turn there's a handful of players on yahoo i think who are ranked and their adp are both low Drew Holiday is still on the board. Never mind. Drew Holiday just went off the board. So I'm picking 46. Thought I was going to get Drew Holiday. DeMar DeRozan's been going at 48. Nick Claxton just went at 45. I think that's fine. Zach Levine is too low. I think Scotty Barnes could have a pretty decent year in Toronto. I would say Goon is down at 61. Oh, man, what do I do here? OG and Anobi's a nice little pick here. Uh, I'm going to go with OG and Anobi. I got my scorers, right? Let's go to my team. I got my scorers. I got Joel Embiid, 33 points a game. James Harden, 21. Fred Van Fleet, about 20 a game. Probably going to be up from last year. And then... They're 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 hitting threes. They're getting steals, right? They're getting assists. They're all very good rebounders. OG Nobi's kind of like the all of the above, right? Decent blocks, incredible steals. So now my steals are absolutely like first place right now. I'm up here at 51. I certainly don't need steals. Um, could double down on points. Got Scotty Barnes. Could take a a a. a, a Ooh, Alfred Sagoon's sitting there. Alfred Sagoon's not coming back to me. Might be a little high to be taking Alfred Sagoon at 51. But if the whole point playing fantasy basketball is to have some fun. So if you want a guy, you want to reach for a guy, especially down here in 45 to 75 range, do it. Reach for that guy. Another player, I think, who should be a top 50 player, Brooke Lopez. He's sitting right there. I like I like Brook Lopez a lot. I like I like getting him late. I like getting him in the fifth round or the sixth round at the end of the fifth round or early in the sixth round. You're basically getting um Jaron Jackson Jr. light with Brooke Lopez. And so, you know, don't be afraid to reach here in this 45 to 65 range. I went with Albert Sagoon because I want a young guy that I can root for and he'll be fun, right? Also, I think Albert Sagoon's gonna be great. Once again. Don't need to worry about points too much here. My rebounds are incredible. And if Alvarez Agun kind of turns into a little bit more of a playmaker, those assists, he's already at four assists a game as a center. That's similar to uh, Joel Embiid. He's already a steal a game. He's only had a one block a game. So he needs to get that scoring up. We'll see. He's very young. Houston will be an interesting team. That's for sure. Um... But yeah, there's a handful of players here who I think are going a little bit too, are being drafted or ranked a little bit too low when it comes to uh, Yahoo's rankings. So be sure to scroll down. Uh, Chris Middleton being like absolutely number the number one player who's ranked too low. Buddy Heald is ranked too low, but his ADP is 76. So like that seems pretty fair. Time to take uh, Buddy Heald, who will absolutely dominate in threes. 
if we go to my team, um, my three-pointers are good. My points are good. My rebounds are very good. My assists are top tier. My steals are destroying worlds. My blocks are top three for sure. So I probably need to boost up my points and maybe boost up my threes. Well, points and threes go together, don't they? That's nice. I like that. I like it when things work out and go together. Uh, Bradley Bill's not going to be terrible. Like Bradley, Bradley Bill's not going to be terrible. I'm just I'm just letting you know. I don't I don't think he's going to be terrible. I think he's going to be just fine. Is he going to be he, he's got top 50 uh, upside. And if you're outside of the t- drafting outside the top outside of the top 50. Always draft someone with top 50 upside. Miles Bridges has top 50 upside. Think, say what you want about Miles Bridges. He's got top 50 upside. Chris Middleton has top 50 upside. But he healed. I don't think it, I don't know if he's got top 50 upside, but he certainly doesn't. He certainly is no slouch, and he's he's an absolute expert at threes. So I'm going to see if I can get Buddy Heald at 75. I'm going to target Chris Middleton or Bradley Beal here at 70. Let's see how that goes. Um, back to the first round. I know we've been talking about it. So Tyrese Curry and Che Gildress went 5-6-7. That's why I like being in that 5-6-7 spot. You're going to get one of those players, and you're really going to like the guys who come back to you. So the guys who come back to you are like Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards. That's crazy. Those That's a crazy one-two punch. The rest of the first round, like I was saying, is a grab bag. Giannis at eight. Okay, you're going for the Giannis build. Go for it. Kyrie at nine. Putting a lot of stock in Kyrie this year. LaMelo Ball at 10. Putting a lot of stock in LaMelo Ball's health. Dame at 11. Love it. Absolutely love Dame at 11. I, I would have taken him before uh, probably all those players other than Kyrie, maybe, because I think Kyrie plays this year. And here's where it gets interesting. The turn, 12-13, Trey Young, Dante Sabonis. Kevin Durant went 14. Devin Booker went 15. Anthony Davis went 16. All those players you can make an argument should be going on the turn. So I don't want to, I don't want to just... But like here's here's the benefit. If you're not on the turn, you get the uh Anthony Davis falling falling to you at 16. So like the turn is literally the least like the least place I want to be uh when it comes to getting to choose where I pick. All right, I'm up. I'm at 70. I see Chris Middleton sitting there. I wonder where I wonder where Pool went. I like Pool as like a mid-round pick. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Chris Middleton. He's a top 50 player. I don't care. Uh, YOLO. I'm going with my boy, Chris Middleton. I'm not letting him get past 70. I'm not letting my boy, Chris Middleton get past 70. Hell no. So now the question is buddy healed or miles bridges. I want the points in three. So I'm going to go with buddy healed. That's what I want. I want points. I want threes. Now you could go with Tyler hero here, I guess. Let's go to hashtag basketball.com. See who finished uh, higher last season. Because I forgot who finished higher last season. Who is it going to be? Who is it? Tyler Hero at 60 with a 44%
or buddy buddy healed at 57 they're right next to each other give me buddy healed give me buddy healed where's buddy healed going nowhere tyler hero incredible free throw percentage if you care about that but buddy healed is approaching four three pointers a game over a steal a game seriously he is underrated he is being under drafted i got him at 75 he finished 57th i don't i feel like people are like he's not gonna play still gonna play that much season before that right he shot 40 percent he was 99th overall a season before that. He shot 40%. He was 80th overall. So maybe if you're thinking he reverts back to the mean. Even if he kind of reverts back to the... If he's somewhere between 56% and 40%, right? He's still pretty good. Hitting you almost three and a half, three-pointers a game. Getting you 16 points a game. Giving you a steal a game. That's a pretty nice pickup at 75 Looking about who's out here in the eighth round for my build. Let's go look at my build. Field goal percentage could be better, but free throws are good. Three-pointers are grand now that I got Buddy healed. Points are solid. Rebounds are uh, top uh, top half. Uh, assists are, or, you know, top two, top three. Steals are still blowing everybody out of the water. Blocks are in the middle a little bit. So, you know, we're, we're top three top three team right now. I hope, well, no, Miles Bridges did not get back to me. So I need to look here in this space. Um, who's left out here that I like, right? Marcus Smart is perfectly fine. He's going to be interesting on Memphis, especially to start the season. Tobias Harris is super boring, but he's also always good every single year. Let me, rem I mean, he had like a bit of a fall off last season. But he still finished 78th overall. And if there's a weird... I got... It, why not get all the Philly players? Two out of the three of them are going to be very good. Because the other one's out, basically. Um, So I don't hate taking Tobias Harris here. Um, At 94 when he finished 78th overall last season. Trey Murphy is still out there. Zach Collins. I like. Shaden Sharp, I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, Trey Jones, maybe. I'm not a huge Trey Jones guy. It's my turn. This is kind of my my personal theory at this stage of the draft. Go boring, go risky. Um, don't do both. Don't go boring, boring, or risky, risky. Um, I'd rather you go risky, risky than boring, boring. But I'm going to go boring with Tobias Harris. And then I'm going to go risky. Keegan Murray, maybe? I like Keegan Murray. I, I'm like one of the... I don't know if I'm one of the few people on Keegan Murray, Murray Island, but I got real estate on the island. Kevin Herter is boring, but I like him. Herb Jones. Ooh, I like Herb Jones. He's kind of an in-between. He's kind of boring and excited. Don't, don't ask me why. We are in the ninth round. We're in, we're now reaching into the hundredth pick. Um, I don't love. I don't love a lot of these players down here. So you know now you're, you you want to go guys you know you can start 
And then, like I said, boring guys, guys, you know who could start. Andrew Wiggins, he's boring. He will start. He will be good. He will get you points. That is boring, but it is necessary. D'Angelo Russell, 91. Actually, we might be hating on D'Angelo Russell a little too much. Now, D'Angelo Russell really did uh, suck in uh, in L.A., and that's because they don't utilize him like they did in Minnesota. In Minnesota, he was running the point. In L.A., he was um, LeBron's uh, right-hand man. So I think 91 is still far is, – is, 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 I, I would pick him at 91. How about that? And actually, I'm up. Ooh. Now, this is a tough question. Well, I went boring. I said I went boring. So now I'm going to go interesting. Zach Collins. Might be a little early to pick up Zach Collins, quite frankly. Um, I like Zach Collins. From what I've been reading about Zach Collins is that he's going to play a lot more minutes this season. And when Zach Collins plays, he's kind of like, he's kind of really good. If you look at his post-trade deadline stats, it's only 19 games, so small sample size theater, 29 minutes a game, shot almost 50%, 80% from the line. One and a half threes, 16 points, eight rebounds, a steal, and a block, 3.8 assists. Actually, I'm going to say it is not too early to be picking Zach Collins at 100. All right? It is not too early. I am, I, Zach Collins, I know either I've already said it or I'm going to say it in a future episode. We're going to talk about sleepers. There's no such thing as sleepers anymore. There's too many people who are too good at fantasy basketball. There are too many good analysts out there. There are too many good podcasts, websites, etc. Everybody kind of knows all these people. So a sleeper used to be the guy that nobody knows about. Everybody knows about all these players. Everybody knows about Zach Collins, right? But is Zach Collins being drafted at what I think is a bad value or a good value? And right now he's being drafted. Um, I don't know what it is. His ADP right now. Let me let me click on it. His ADP is one thirty seven. That might be one of the best. I mean, quote unquote sleepers. That must that might be one of the most. Uh, I'm gonna have to come up with like a, a phrase like market correction or. Uh, the, what is the opposite of market correction? Hit me up at Watch the Boxes. Let me know that I need to work on my ability to make phrases. The reverse market connection. Nope, that's that doesn't work either. Zach Collins is undervalued. There it is. He's undervalued. Zach Collins is undervalued, and by a lot. I would I would happily take him. I did. I took him in the ninth round, and I would take him in the ninth round again. Should I take him at the end of the eighth round? I like him. I have like. I have good vibes about him. I think he's going to have a nice season. Um, coming up on my picks here at 118 and 123, I got Shaden Sharp in my um, in my queue. I don't know. It depends on what's going to happen over in Portland um, if Shaden Sharp's going to get his, right? Um, so I think it's a little early to be reaching that far down. I told you my strategy, in the, especially when you're near some turns, is to go safe, risky, safe, risky. Last time I went, Tobias Harris, Zach Collins, right? Herb Jones is still out there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell just went. I would have probably taken D'Angelo Russell here. But Herb Jones is still out there. 
Herb Jones is pretty safe. I, I don't know if I need the steals, though, because I got OG and Anobi. So he might be like a safe guy that I don't need, right? And so it's like I pick him up and then what? I, I have even more freaking steals that, uh, you know, I, I'm not I'm not terribly excited about having more steals when I didn't need them in the first place. Kevin Herter is super boring. But I like his game and he's out there and he's good across the board. Um, so I don't hate Kevin Hurd. He's in my queue right now. Let's see. Isaiah Stewart, Jay Nivey, blah, blah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Herder. I'm going to go Boring. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Herder. It's Boring. He was um, last season, uh, post-trade deadline, 84th overall. He's 25 years old, so he's like at least talent-wise on the up. He uh, was incredibly efficient in Sacramento. They use him incredibly well. If they use him the same way, which why wouldn't they? And they play him the same minutes, which why wouldn't they? Why couldn't he reproduce what he did last year, which was a solid 2.73 pointers a game, 15 points, three rebounds, a steal, and three assists? His free throw percentage is not good, but that's okay. We can figure that out. So since I went, I guess not i could have went herb jones but i don't need steals so i went with like some scoring and some threes here with kevin herder so, so i went not risky last time went safe last time let's go risky who is left who are some like maybe a rookie yeah maybe um maybe a rookie yeah maybe a rookie maybe Sco is scoot henderson still out there probably not Probably not. Scoot has been taken. So, you know who I really like? I like the Thompson twins. And I'm going to go with Amin Thompson over his brother. I'm actually debating on if that's the right choice. Amin Thompson, I feel like, has a, a little bit more um, playing time now. With Kevin Porter Jr. out of Houston. Um, I'm not sure he's actually the most fantasy friendly Thompson brother. Uh, we'll see, right? I think it's a toss up right now. And right now I like I'm in better come next week. I might like his brother better. I, I don't know. We'll find out. Let's see who is left. Da, da, da. No one's going to pick Kevin Porter. Um Ben Simmons is out there. That's a risky pick. I don't I'm not picking him. Christian Wood is out there, guys. Don't pick don't pick Christian Wood. He's not going to save your team. Let some more. You know what? Christian Wood is at the top of my $1 auction all-stars. This is my favorite thing to do every single year is get a list of guys who you want to throw out in an auction draft for a dollar knowing that you do not want that guy on your team at all. And that you love that someone is going to pay for them. But also, you love that they're going to bid each other up for them. I guarantee you, there are two guys in your league who will try to outbid each other for Kristen, Tom or Kristen Thompson. Kristen Wood. Hopefully not Christian Thompson. If Hey, if you're in a league where people are outbidding each other for Christian Thompson, let me know what league that is. Please send me an invite at Watch the Boxes on Twitter. Christian Wood. People are like someone. There's going to be an LA fan out there. There's going to be a guy who had Christian Wood last year and was like, I swear to God, if he just plays, he's going to be so good. 
those guys are going to outbid each other. Like they're going to get them up. They're just going to keep taking them up and everybody else in the, in the league is going to go, what the hell is going on in here? Why are they doing this? What is wrong with them? Um, do that. He's so Christian Wood is at the top of my dollar auction. All stars for sure. Um, who's left here? Uh Oh, coming up to my turn again here at 142, 143. Listen, 142, 143, uh, doesn't really matter. Go fun, go not fun, go uh, a player you like, go with a player you love. Gordon Hayward's still out there. Man, I, I don't even think I would pick Gordon Hayward. Sadiq Bey is still out there. Kyle Lowry's still out there. Obi Toppin, Kobe White. I'm going to go with a weird one, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has got a chip on his shoulder. And I like guys who have chips on their shoulder. I like that. Uh, he's going to come out. He's going to be a really interesting player this year. Now, granted, Dylan Brooks has never been like terribly fantasy relevant. And, um, you know, if you have to drop him in the first, like, you know, few weeks, who gives a shit? He's like your next to last pick. Um, another player that I have faith in that I want to be good, even though I don't think he is. And this is why I say the last pick doesn't matter because it doesn't. Um, Jalen Suggs. I want Jalen Suggs to be so I want him to be so good. I don't think he is. Unfortunately. Sadiq Bey would have probably been a better pick here at the last round. Uh, Bogdanovich out of Atlanta. Kyle Lowry is still out here. There's still some pretty decent names that are going to be on the waiver wire. And just remember that they're going to be on the waiver wire. Isaiah Stewart's going to be on the waiver wire for some reason. Um, you know what? I think that guy might be a little overrated. I want him. He's another guy, uh, Isaiah Stewart. I want him to be good. Here's the difference. There's a lot of guys out there. If you play a lot of fantasy basketball that you want to be good, you're like, oh man. And I think a lot of people get in that trap, man. If this, if this breaks right for this guy, it's, he's going to be so good. If he's not playing, he's not good. Period. Dante DiVincenzo, if he plays 35 minutes a game, he's a regular fantasy player. He's not a good fantasy player, but he's a fantasy player. Isaiah Stewart is never going to get, probably never going to get 30 minutes a game. If he did, that'd be great. But he probably is not. Now, he's still pretty young, and Detroit's still kind of weird. So, you know, if you got faith in Big Stu... Go for it. I I want him to be good. The problem is he's not. He's not good enough to be on a basketball court in the NBA. He's actually one of the greatest uh, top 100, um, top 300 players in the world probably or whatever, but or top 500 players in the world, which is an insane talent. Uh, but in this in the in the in the uh, relativity of the NBA. Probably shouldn't be on a court for more than 25 minutes. If that. So let's look at we did round one. We talked about the turn and how weird it is. Round two is also to me the biggest question mark round. You got Durant here at 14, Anthony Davis at 15, 17, Anthony Edwards. Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. Don't take De'Aaron Fox in the second round. Jaron Jackson Jr. at 20 is a crazy good deal. Carthony Towns at 21, I also like. I think Carlton Downs, while he didn't finish, I don't think he finished as a second round player last season. He's got the upside, right? So taking him in the second round makes sense. I took Fred Van Fleet at 22. 
I love Fred Van Fleet. I love an Embiid Fred Van Fleet build. I'm going to go with that every single time. Uh, I've seen Mikel Bridges go in the first round recently. What's going on with Mikel Bridges? He went at the end of the second round here. That's actually a pretty good place to take him. That's a little high to take him, I think, but it's 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 a good high. A high that I don't mind. Taking him on the turn between round two and three, Mikel Bridges, yes, go for it. He's probably going to have a pretty good year. Taking him in the first round is insane and wrong. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Desmond Bain at 25. Yeah, absolutely. Desmond Bain's going to have a great start this season. Bam Adebayo finally dropping into the third round as a regular third rounder is long overdue. I ended up taking Harden at 27 because it's James Harden. He's got first round value. He's in the third round. DeJounte Murray at 28. Turner at 29. Women Bama at 30. Woof. That's too high. That's where you're going to have to take him if you want him, but it's too high. Lowry Market at 31. We did a whole episode uh, where we answered the Lowry Market in question. Um, Larry Market in the third round. I think that also, I think that's actually pretty good. That's a good spot to take him at 31. Uh, Larry Market in last season. Where was Larry Market last season? He was like top 20. He was like out of control. Love me, Larry Market. You know who, once again, for the eighth year in a row, gets absolutely no respect whatsoever? Uh, Jimmy Butler at 33. Jimmy Butler should be a second round player, probably. And he's, He's falling in the third round in like everywhere. He's falling into the third round every single draft I see him. I've seen him go in the fourth round. I think one draft I saw Jimmy Butler go in the fifth round. And then I, I yelled about it. Jimmy Butler is an absolute steal in the third round. So is Vujovic. Vujovic, you can make an argument, is a second round player in the right type of league, in a roto league especially. Uh, Mobley, J- Jalen Brown, um, those are fine in the third round. I feel like Evan Mobley is a reach in the third round when you have these players still available for you in the fourth round. Paul George, Pascal Siakam, Darius Garland, Drew Holiday, OG Ananobi, DeMar DeRozan. I want all of those players. Kristaps Porzingis. I want all of those players over Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is a fourth round player, in my opinion. All those other guys, I could see taking them in the third round. The thing is, once again, there are so many third round players. Some of them have to drop into the fourth. So if you are sitting, I think if I have to rank my first round, right? Like where, if you had to pick a draft uh, seat, like where you wanted to pick, I would pick a uh, first overall pick. Cause Jokic is absolutely unstoppable. And then I would go five, six, seven. I'd want to be in that five, six, seven range. And then I think I would go two, three, maybe two, three, four. And then I would go 10, nine, eight in that order. Because I like the top of the fourth here, the top of the fourth. Yeah. It's got Darius Garland, Chris S. Porzingis, Pascal Siakam, Paul George, Jalen Brunson, Cade Cunningham, Jordan Poole at 43, a little high, but I like that pick. I like Jordan Poole this year. I like getting that many points in the fourth round. Drew Holiday, Nick Claxton, OG and Anobi, DeMar DeRozan, Walker Kessler. That's the fourth round. Chet Hogram, Zach Levine in the fifth round. That's a steal. I took Alfred Sagoon for fun. I was probably going to take Zach Levine, actually. Rudy Gobert, eh, whatever. 
Jamal Murray, fine. Julius Randle is really good still. You guys, stop forgetting about Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram. Scotty Barnes, also. Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, and Scotty Barnes all kind of like have this like, oh yeah, we've been there, done that. Except for Scotty Barnes is like 23. So I don't know why you, people are like, been there, done that with Scotty Barnes still. Tyrese Maxey, 57, sure. Josh Giddy, DeAndre Aiden, Jalen Williams at 60. I like that. Brooke Lopez at 66. Bradley Beal at 65. I like those um, picks in the sixth round. Chris Middle, I got Chris Middleton at 70. Chris Middleton's a top 50 player. Got get, Taking him at 70 is great. Um, after that, you know, it kind of, you're in that second plateau region. Like Jeremy Grant going at 77 feels like a good deal. Tyler Hero, 81, feels like a good deal. And then after that, it turns into your Miles Bridges. Actually, 85 is a good deal. Then it kind of turns into your Wendell Carter Juniors, Mar- Marcus Smarts, Jonas Valanciunas, Wiggins, Gafford. Then it becomes kind of a crapshoot of guys who have good upside or guys who are safely, you know, in that 50 to 80 range that I can still get at 100 or whatever. And that makes a lot of sense. Draymond Green at 110. In the right league, that's a hell of a pick. So overall, fun mock draft. Once again, my advice is get there, get there early, get your queue going, and do not punt. Take the best players uh, available. And um, honestly, I I like my team. Embiid and and Fred Van Fleet, I'm going to do that build every time. Embiid, Fred Van Fleet, James Harden. That's That's a stacked top three. I went OG and Anobi, Albert Sagoon, Chris Middleton, Buddy Heald, Tobias Harris, safe, Zach Collins, fun. Kevin Herter, safe. I'm in Thompson, fun. Dylan Brooks, fun. Jalen Suggs, uh, hope and a prayer. Hope and a prayer for uh send it out to Jalen Suggs. I hope you are good. I doubt it. I probably will drop you immediately. Which is like those last two rounds, who cares? Doesn't matter. Um, we're gonna be trying to do mock drafts and do a bunch of other podcasts in the lead up, including the who do I draft series that we do every single season. If you like our content rate review us or hit us up on Twitter at watch the boxes for me at Tyler P Watts for Tyler. And we will see you next time. <laughs>